You're listening to the Dwell on These Things podcast, a regular dose of Christ-centered encouragement to put your mind in a better place. Listen in as Pastor John Stonge shares Bible studies, interviews, training, and some of his most recent sermons. We're glad to have you with us today. You're listening to the Dwell on These Things podcast. I'm John Stonge, and it's great to have you with us again today. And today we have a special interview with a friend of mine. His name is Ryan Rieger. You've probably heard of Ryan. Uh, maybe you've heard me mention him. Maybe you've listened to interviews I've done with him on my Platform Launchers podcast. But Ryan is someone who loves the Lord, someone who makes sure to testify to his faith in Jesus Christ in the midst of all his business endeavors. Ryan is also an entrepreneur who sometimes, Ryan, I you know I think of stuff like this. I think of people like you, particularly as serial entrepreneurs. You're like a yes. serial entrepreneur over and over yes. again. And uh, it's just great to have you on the podcast today. And I thought uh, that Ryan and I could have a, an interesting conversation about the nature of podcasting and sharing the gospel, because one of the things he and I have in common, even though our topics kind of overlap, yet they have a little bit of difference, one of the things that he and I have in common is that we've tried to use our online presence to testify to our faith in Jesus Christ. And so, Ryan, welcome to the show today. Thanks so much for spending some time with us. Of course, my pleasure. My goal is to get on all four of your podcasts. So, All uh, four? Yeah. <laughs> Even yeah. the chapter a day audio Bible? I don't do it. We'll figure out a way to matter. make that work. Oh, okay. <laughs> can, you do a guest, can I have like a guest chapter? Like, a... Oh, that'd be a funny thought, isn't it? You know, I, I'll tell you what, I actually reached out to Mr. T once. Yeah. And uh, just to do an interview on, on here, I wanted to see if he'd come on the show. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I still have hopes that he will come on the show at some that point. Would be awesome. wouldn't, it, wouldn't it be awesome to have like an audio Bible read by Mr. T? That would be cool. In my mind, anyway, yes. that, that sounds great. So I, yes, you know, it, that would be awesome. Now, my voice is not quite as cool as his. So I, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> well, no, it's it, between me and him, he'll win. <laughs> I had two people on my list Ryan Rieger, and then number two on the list was Mr. T. So oh, okay. I'm, well, I'm, I'm glad I was <laughs> I'm glad you're able to jump on here. Uh, so, Ryan, tell us a little bit about how you share your faith openly in in ministry, but also yeah. the ways in which you've been able to use technology and specifically mm-hmm. podcasting to make the message of the gospel known. Wow. Oh, I just do what you teach in your platform launchers group, John. It's um, it, God has given me, um, I mean, I don't have a huge platform, but it's a platform. And, you know, I'd say to anybody that has a podcast, it's very easy to get discouraged and look at like compare like I know you have you have four podcasts and you have a lot of listeners. So it would be super easy for me to look at your numbers and be like, man, I'm a total failure. Like I'm, you know, way getting way less. But, you know, I think I have like 400 and some people that listen to my that 400 some downloads, you know, on week one of an episode mm-hmm. and I launch it. And that's the equivalent of 400 people listening to me. Like if I had a congregation of 400 people, I'd be that's that's a pretty good congregation. That's more than yeah. most churches in America. And so guys, do not be discouraged at the platform you have. It will grow. You just keep doing it. Be consistent at it. And so um, it's, I'm thankful where I am and and I do want it to grow, but I'm just, you know, I I look at those people as that's 400 people every week that listen to me. 
And so that's a big deal. That's really oh, a yeah. big deal. And, and that's the right attitude to have, too, because it's a privilege. I, I always think it's a, a blessing and a privilege to think that anybody would carve out time to listen to <laughs> right. content that, that we create. And True. the fact that people would find that valuable, the, pack, the fact that people would actually make that part of their weekly schedule, I look at it and I say, all right, if, if you're going to carve out time for something I'm sharing, I want to make sure that what I'm sharing actually has value yes. and points you to Christ ultimately. Yes. And I see you doing that because in, in the midst of uh, the different things that you're sharing, I mean, you pr- your primary podcast is a business-based podcast, mm-hmm. and yet mm-hmm. your faith is not hidden on that. Right. Your faith is not not tucked away on that podcast. Right. And I'm curious, what sort of open doors for proclaiming the gospel mm-hmm. have you observed and experienced, even as you've been doing your business podcast, Streams of Income? Yeah, well, um, God has used it. I, um, like you said, I'm definitely not shy about it because I realized, John, it's all because I mean, I work. It's uh, that uh, quote: oh, "Pray like it all depends on God, and work like it all depends on you." Mm-hmm. And so we have a part to play, but I realize it's all because of His grace. And so I am quick to give Him credit. And when I do that, I just I see more when He, yeah, more favor comes my way. More I give Him credit, and He brings me more people I'm able to serve. But it's so I use it because I, I truly believe that there is not a it's not business and then personal. It's mm-hmm. not business and faith. It's not two separate pillars. It's all one thing. And I desperately need him in my business. So I just feel like I would not be doing my people, my listeners uh, any favors if I didn't talk about this part of my life because it, it he is the one that's made it work he's the one that uh i that i that dedicate my business to and i feel like i am successful because of that mm-hmm. so if i would just say just do this and do this just practical things about business i feel like i'm missing a huge piece mm-hmm. that is uh the honestly the reason that i'm successful mm-hmm. so and what's cool is I will ask people, I'll send out emails and all on my podcast say, how can I pray for you? And I'll get people with that will bear their soul to me in an email and tell, cause they feel like, you know, John podcasting is so intimate. I've heard people say it's the most intimate way of communication because if they have like AirPods in their ears, <laughs> it's like, you're right there in their head talking to them. And so they feel like they get, they, they know you. I'm sure you've probably met people. You're a speaker at PodFest coming up in January and you've done that before. I imagine you've had people come up to you that are listeners and they, you have no idea who they are, but they feel like they know you personally. Oh, yeah. And so you built that trust and rapport with them. And so people feel like they can trust me with a very personal prayer need, and I pray for them. So um, I have also a book called uh, Finding Your Grace Place, and in it, uh, the first chapter, I I ask them if they've not asked the Lord into their heart to do that. And Mm -hmm. I've probably had 10 people um, send me a message saying that I prayed the prayer in the first chapter. It's like, wow, that's, you know, everything I do is worth it just to hear that. So um, totally. Yeah, God's opened the doors. I feel like uh, my business success has given me an opportunity to tell people about Jesus, and I am quick to do it because I wouldn't be able to do it without him. Yeah, absolutely. And it's one of those things where I I imagine you've kind of noticed that as people respect what you've done, 
in the business area and maybe even in just a second you could just tell people your the nature of your overall sure. business so yeah. we're not just speaking in general terms but i imagine that that as people look at that and they say all right ryan's got this figured out ryan is now employing a bunch of people and ryan is teaching other people how how they can um you know provide for their family and, and things like that mm-hmm. because they respect you in that area it gives you an open door Yes. for you to be able to testify to the fact that your driving motivation is actually to glorify God in your yes. business. Yes, it's so true. And it's so cool to be able to do that um, because, you know, it, it would be it would be better. I mean, I don't know better necessarily, but business does open that door. It gives you that platform that otherwise I may not have. If I was just a guy preaching, you know, I definitely, I think I could probably grow an audience probably, but just business gives me, also gives me an in with somebody who probably, wouldn't ever listen to me if it, my podcast was all about, you know, my faith, mm-hmm. uh, because people follow me and I have people who aren't Christians that follow me. And so I, it's an honor to be able to speak every once in a while, my episodes, uh, you know, some of my episodes are completely about my faith journey or about a scripture right. or something the Lord's talking to me about. So that's cool to be able to do. And I don't think if my, all my episodes were always about that, that some people would follow me, but because they follow me through business, like you said, it opens that door for me to speak the, speak the truth into them. And I I think it's wonderful that that's how you're stewarding that influence. That's something that the Lord made clear to me a little over a year ago when I started up platform launchers, I have four different podcasts. So chapter a day, audio Bible, daily devotions with Pastor John, and dwell on these things. Each are trying to help us in our walk with with Christ and help us to understand the Scripture. But then in um, late 2021, I started up platform launchers because I realized that from the business standpoint, people were reaching out to me and saying, hey, how did you develop a podcast? How did you do this? And they wanted to know technical things. And some of those people did not share my faith, but they had questions related to some of the technical aspects of of some of the things I was doing. And I, I started to realize, I think people are asking me to help them with different aspects of online platform development, which then resulted in so many conversations related to, to my faith in Jesus Christ with yes. people that I wouldn't have had those conversations with. And it sounds like you're saying the same thing. So give us a, a an overview of your business. And then I have a specific to sure. podcasting question for you. Yeah. So I started out in e-commerce, started selling the furniture on Craigslist. Thank God we don't do that anymore. That sounds like a nightmare, <laughs> but uh, God used that. Uh, and uh, allowed me to not have to have a job. Thank God I haven't had a job since, a, you know, quote, real job since 2008. So we did that for a few years. Then we moved to Amazon, started selling on Amazon, started selling small things using their fulfillment by Amazon program, and then wrote my first book in 2013 about wholesale sourcing. That opened up my eyes to the possibility of of making money from something that I know. And I I've, uh, was quite amazed that people would actually pay me for knowledge that I have in my head, their experiences that I've learned through business. And so that's when I went all in on that. And then in December of 2016, I started a membership community. It's a recurring monthly membership for people who want to learn how to sell on Amazon. And we've been doing that for almost six years now, come this December. And uh, so that's the biggest portion of my income is that membership community. I've also created a virtual assistant service as a spinoff add-on business to that Legends group. Um, And then now then the Lord's directed me to add on some ministry, more intentional. I believe what I'm doing is ministry now. Helping people make money of online course. is a ministry for sure, mm-hmm. but some more intentional ministry. 
And that's where we're going down the road of a, you know, a pastor's VA service that we have, pastor virtual assistant service, and now this podcast network that we are launching. Yeah, and I'm I'm excited to ask you some things about the the podcast network in a second. But to set that up, in case people are wondering about this idea of starting a podcast, or if mm-hmm. somebody's actually just thinking about, you know, is this aren't there enough podcasts? Here's <laughs> here's what I've noticed about podcasting. There are a lot of podcasts, yes. but most podcasts have experienced what's called pod fading. So a yes. lot of people get the idea to start a podcast. But not enough. I not enough people have the uh, emotion or the desire to continue a podcast. So they right. start it, and because you don't have an audience on day one, or they're not getting a ton of feedback early on, a lot of people end up quitting. Yeah. But I have noticed, and I know that you've noticed. And I want to hear your perspective on this. I I have been in pastoral ministry for twenty six years, and I have been faithfully preaching the gospel from the the pulpit all that time. And I've had the opportunity to serve our local church. And I, I love doing that. And then about, uh, it was about 2015 is when I really got involved in podcasting. And I, I could not have fully fathomed how many people that would give me the opportunity to share the scriptures with, to present yes. the gospel to, to encourage in their walk with Christ. And yeah. it went from being something that I referred to as a hobby to mm-hmm. something that I look at and I say, I'm doing a disservice to my impression of this if I call it a hobby. It can't mm-hmm. be called a hobby anymore. It is very much a part of the ministry, the overall yes. ministry that the Lord's entrusted to me. And mm-hmm. I know you have that kind of vision to help mm-hmm. people kind of gain that that understanding as well. And let, let's segue our conversation into that a little bit here, because uh, first of all, my, my first question related to this is, how have you seen the podcasting become an effective way for, let's say, you know, church leaders and, and key volunteers and, and ministry professionals to proclaim their faith, to proclaim the gospel, to yeah. help people understand the scripture? Sure. Well, you have a church there in Pennsylvania. How many people come to your Sunday service? There's a, an average Sunday, we'll see maybe about 150 to 170. Yeah. And so how many people download? What's your, your biggest downloadable, the one that you're one of your the podcasts that gets the most downloads and how many downloads does that get? The chapter a day audio Bible receives almost 10,000 downloads a wow. day. So you essentially have a church of 10,000 plus because there are people that there's no way they will ever come to your church either because they've, for various reasons, maybe they live far away or they just don't want to step foot in the church ever again for whatever reason. Um, And so it's allowed you to expand that ministry way beyond the 150, 200 people that come to your church on a Sunday morning. And so um, it's, it's just an, it is an extension of what you're already doing and you're able to reach because it's safe to turn on, open up my podcast app and and find you there safer to do that than to take the time, the energy, the effort to get up on a Sunday and go to your church and listen to you. And, um, and I'm in Texas. Plus I might and, ask you to volunteer to exactly. serve like with the greeting team or children's church or something. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> so it's, it, it is an, you should see it as an extension of your ministry and because podcasting is growing so much, the listenership is growing so much. I feel like people like us who are out preaching the gospel need to be on here because if somebody is searching, let's say they're going through something in their life and they're depressed, you know, 
and you have a ministry to people that are uh, dealing with mental issues or whatever you whatever you feel like God's called you to do, I want that podcast that comes up to be something from a biblical faith-based background that provides the answers that that person is looking for. So those of you that are listening and thinking about a podcast, do it because especially if you're going to stay committed to it, especially you're also a pastor because you're already spending time every week to prepare a sermon. Why not repurpose that content and put it up there Mm -hmm. and don't just say this was July 23rd, 2022's message. It's got to be keyworded, right? And and Mm -hmm. think about the person who's, who you are trying to reach and what are they typing in to find it? Because Apple's going to, it's not necessarily partial to one, one podcast or another. It's going to bring up what's most relevant to you. So um, I don't know if that answered your question, but podcasting is a, is a tool that I think we need to be on because number one, the listenership is growing and there are needy people on the other side of this. Mm -hmm. And um, we just need to be, be there with the truth of God's word. Yeah, and and you, uh, even before we started our episode here, you and I were talking about some of the stats that you Uh recently came across. Can you share a little bit about that? Sure. So I get a a daily email from a, it's just called podnews.net. And I got one that caught my eye, it was five days ago. And it said, in Germany, broadcasters ARD and ZDF, I don't I guess some podcasting platform, published research about audio consumption on the internet. And it said, podcast listening has doubled in the last four years in Germany. And I've seen other similar types of stats they'll bring just from various countries. But podcasting is growing, especially even in younger generations. They're listening more and more to podcasts. And so, I mean, it's our duty to use this tool that God's, given us to preach the gospel. Yeah, and and so now at this point, uh, you reached out to me a couple weeks ago with something, a, a new project that you're working on that I thought this would be a great conversation for us on this podcast, where you're trying to help develop a a basically a ministry network. So a network mm-hmm. of faith-based podcasters, and you're trying to help promote their shows and do some of the things that are necessary to get that message out. Can you tell us a tiny bit more about that? Sure. So our our scripture for this is Romans 10, 18. It says, their sound went into all the earth and their words unto the ends of the world. And that scripture popped off the page when I was thinking about our podcast network. So my goal, um, and John, you're doing this so well in the Platform Launchers group, is to come alongside folks like yourself who has a me- who have a message that the world desperately needs to hear and help them amplify it almost like you know giving them a megaphone and helping them to use the tools that are out there right now in order to spread that message you probably have seen this but i feel like the that folks in ministry are kind of behind with it, using the internet using the tools that are available um you and i in our business we have to we have to have grow an email list we have to be don't have to be but it's best to be on social media um it's you know we definitely the email list piece that's without that we don't have a business and so i feel like a lot of ministries i talk to they're just not doing that well they're not leveraging the tools that are out there very well some of them may have a podcast and some don't but my goal is to help people who are spreading the gospel preaching the gospel to get it out through the medium of podcasting if they already have it it could be simply taking over their editing for them um, if they already have someone, someone that's doing the editing, come be a part of our community where we want to help. It's like, again, I'll go back to your platform launchers group. You have 
calls every so often. You go live in that group with additional training. So our, we're literally building this plane as we're flying it. But our goal is to go live there a couple times a month with new training. With let's say that for example, you you're graciously a part of our network. But let's say you came to us and said that um, you want to help grow your YouTube channel. Well, Stephen Hibbert, my business partner, is a YouTube expert. So we feel like we could help pastors, missionaries, evangelists, our clients, essentially, with growing their YouTube channel. Um, maybe somebody needs help with their growing their email list. You know, I know how to do that. I want to help them do that. It's literally like, hey, you guys are here. You're a part of our network. What do you need? Literally, I don't know exactly every need that's going to arise. Mm-hmm. But I feel like with my connections, if I don't know the answer to it and can't provide the help, Surely I can pull on other people who be glad to come in and provide that help. So I would say to boil it down as a uh, a community of faith-based folks who are preaching the gospel, help them grow their podcast or start their podcast. And then the other piece that I'm excited about is the cross promotion piece of it. Yeah. Tell so, us about that. Piece. Yeah. Like let's say that you, you decide to launch podcast number five here. Um, <laughs> we could, we could go, go to the group and say, Hey, everybody, John's launched his, is a number his fifth podcast. He's looking for guests who would like to be a guest on a show. Or let's say that you launch a new book and you want to get on other podcasts, which is a great way to get the message out is to be guests on other podcasts. Well, within that network, I envision being able to, you know, if we had 50 people in the network, maybe you get to be on 25 of them if their show is a fit uh, for it, for for guests and set up that way. And so that cross-promotion piece I'm really excited about because one of the best ways to grow your audience is to get on other people's podcasts. That's true. And that's kind of a chore. And so if you're already a part of a group of people who all have podcasts, then Podcasts need guests usually. Now your chapter a day one doesn't. So I'm shot my dreams <laughs> down there. Mr. T replies to my email though. <laughs> when Mr. T replies. That's right. <laughs> but we need as podcasts, I'm always as a podcaster, I'm always looking for guests and I'm always looking for get places to be on. And so a network is perfect for that. So to grow that community. But I guess all to say is we want to be a service. Our heart is to help people grow their ministry. And we feel like podcasting is a great way to do that. And we just want to help them. I, I agree. And I'll have you repeat this when we finish up. But real quick, if someone's curious, where what's the website they can check out sure. the podcasting uh, network you're putting yeah. together? CarusoPodcastNetwork.com. Caruso is spelled K-E-R-U-S-S-O. CarusoPodcastNetwork.com. And why Caruso is because in the Greek, that means to proclaim and we're not married to that term. If somebody comes up with a cooler, better name for it, I just wanted it to be something that means something um, and tells folks what it is when they see that. And of course, most people probably don't know Greek, but <laughs> <laughs> hey, some do. And a lot of people who are in ministry, we've had we had to take Greek courses and yeah. receive some training in that. So Caruso Podcast Network dot com. We'll repeat that at the end. Um, I, I have a. Uh, almost like a, uh, I don't know, like a workshop question for you. So I I received a question from a pastor friend just the other day, and he's in the process. He's actually been doing this for a little while. He's, he has a, a show and, um, and he shares that and it's, it's a faith-based show. It's all, you know, all excellent content, Christ honoring, uh, faithful to the scriptures. And he's concerned that it seems like it's stagnated. He's Mm -hmm. noticed that his, his, uh, his growth, uh, his listening base, things like that. Uh, right now he just feels like it's not, 
It's not really going down, but it's not really going up either. Mm -hmm. What would be some of the initial ways mm -hmm. or some of the initial questions you would start with with somebody yeah. that posed that kind of question? Does he have guests on his show? He does not. No, it's a solo show. Yeah. So that'd be one thing I'd be thinking about. Like for me, my biggest piece of advice for podcast for anybody that my secret weapon, I think one of my thing to get it in front of new audiences is to do a podcast swap. Mm -hmm. Um and what that is, and that so I need to think a little bit different for your friend, and we can you and I can discuss some things what you would do. But I love the podcast swap because let's say that I wanted to get in on your radar. We don't know each other, but I wanted to get in front of you and wanted you to know about because maybe I think my Amazon Legends group would be a fit for your audience. Then I would instead of saying, "Hey, John, I think you should promote my my group." Mm -hmm. You don't know me, but you should promote my group. That's going to be kind of a hard sell. Yeah. But if I say, will you come on my podcast? Very likely you're going to say yes to mm -hmm. that. Um, unless, you know, you're Mr. T and your book like crazy. But uh, <laughs> you, if you have, if you are looking to be on other people's shows, you're likely going to say yes to that, which gives me an opportunity to get to know you. We get to build some rapport. And then at the end, hey, you know, I, you have a podcast as well. If you'd like for me to be on your show, I'm open to doing that too. But I love the podcast swap because it gets, it gives you an opportunity to give, Go in with serving them instead of saying, hey, what here's what I have to offer you. It's or here's here's a group I want. I want this from you. It's like I have I, I'm giving you the opportunity to be on my stage. Mm -hmm. OK, so for your friend that does not have it's all solo. Um, Man, I would be um, I would still try to figure out a way to creatively work with somebody, invite them. Oh man, I would, I think maybe you do a, like Dan Miller, for example, doesn't have guests very often, but I would consider, you know, trying to see if you can have guests every, just every once in a while to open yourself up. Just kind of open that door up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then maybe well, you don't the change the whole is... show, but maybe once in a while you have a guest because it sure. just works so well to open, to give yourself an opportunity to be on, to get in front of somebody else by having them be on your show, even if it's just a short uh, or even a bonus episode. Hey, everybody, I know we typically don't have guests on this show, but I've got a bonus episode and it's with my friend, John Stongy. Um, I would be thinking yeah, about I, stuff I like think that's that. great counsel. I, because I mean, well, even with our, our podcast here, dwell on these things. Initially, uh, this was, this was a solo show. I didn't do interviews. And then somewhere along the way, someone that I was talking to thought I was about to interview him for his show or for my show. Mm -hmm. And I thought, all right, well, I'm just going to record it as an interview. And if it ends up being a good conversation, I'll share it. So I shared yeah. it. And then I realized, Hey, why don't I just do a bonus episode now and then where I do yeah. an interview. And one of the things I've noticed, just like you advise there is that you know typically when when you have somebody on then they share your show or they share yes. the posts that they're on and it it introduces you at least to several new people sometimes people share mm -hmm. it their via their social media or their email or or yes. something like that but yeah it does get you out there and you have that voice that that other people are trusting that is basically lending credibility back to your show so mm -hmm. i i do like that counsel and i don't think that yeah. that's something that he's tried Okay. And, uh, something else so, I might do is like um, if he if he was so so very determined on only doing solo shows, then it's a matter of just getting it out in front of other audience. So maybe do using clips on social media, taking a clip of it and posting it on Instagram, mm -hmm. YouTube Shorts. Is it going to be? I've heard is going to be a big big thing. There are a lot of people now. I know that um, I'm not really a TikTok user, but people are growing massive audiences on TikTok. And a friend of mine who does my Facebook ads for me is 
telling me that there's a lot of ministries that are doing using TikTok very effectively to grow an audience, but you've got to, it's got to be short. So right. I would think clips um, and get it out on other platforms, uh, building, you send out, send out to, to your email list every episode, every time you have a new episode, send it out to your list to get people to listen would be some other things to do, but man, I really like the guest hosting and having yeah. people on as guests. Oh yeah. That's a, that's a, a great first step for him to take. And in, in many respects, it might be a great best step for him to take in, in regard to, uh, you know, kind of interrupting that momentum loss that I think he's mm-hmm. experiencing with the show. Sure. Yeah. So as, as we finish up here, uh, again, the the website, if, if people really want to get into podcasting and really want to be part of a network, it's CarusoPodcastNetwork.com, K-E-R-U-S-S-O, CarusoPodcastNetwork.com. And uh, Ryan, any any final thoughts for our listeners if this is something that they're really thinking about, maybe praying about doing? Sure. Yeah, I would say... Um... Man, if, if this is on your heart, just do it. I mean, like even it's best to be consistent with a podcast once you start, but it's okay to make it like a season. You know, some people do, you, you've probably seen all different types of podcasts. Some people will uh, go for a few episodes, stop, take a break and have another seat, like a season two. Uh, so it may end up being just, uh, you know, you do it for a season and you do something different. It's okay. Get that message out because who knows who's going to listen to that who knows what, just like with my book, finding your greatest place, I've, you know, 10 or so people that have, that are now going to be in heaven because I wrote that book. Like that's, mm-hmm. that just blows my mind. And I'm just so humbled by that. There's people on the other, somebody needs to hear your message. There are people on the other side of your obedience. So get it out there and let's see what God does with it. I love it. Ryan Rieger, thanks so much for being a guest with us today on Dwell on These Things. And thanks again for your ambition to use your your business expertise and your love for Jesus and combining them together to help people get the, the message of the gospel out there on the airwaves, letting people know about the change that Christ can facilitate in our lives. Really appreciate well, thanks it. Thanks for having me on. My pleasure. All right. It was our, our pleasure as well. Have a wonderful day. You too. Thanks again for listening to today's episode. For more resources to help you in your walk with Christ, please visit DesireJesus.com. Hey friend, I'm Brooke McLaughlin, host of the Everyday Prayers Podcast, a ministry of million praying moms. And I'm here to invite you to partner with God for the hearts of your children on the daily. Our goal at Everyday Prayers is to help moms understand and pray God's word. Join us each weekday as we share insights from God's word for today's Christian mom. Tune in to the Everyday Prayers Podcast in your favorite app or by visiting lifeaudio.com.